everyone and welcome to the show. You're listening to Football Drama. Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadina and you're listening to Football Drama. Um Welcome to another week of mess. A lot of stuff happened this week, this weekend, or this past weekend, I should say. Um, So yeah, we have a lot to talk about today, so let's just get right on into it. Obviously, first, we have footballer appreciation. This week, it is going to Erling Haaland, uh, Bruce Dortmund, and Norwegian player. He's been playing really well recently, recently. Um, last week, I think last Thursday or Wednesday, and also on Saturday, this past Saturday, um, he scored a goal against the Blue and Red Frogs, either Wednesday or Thursday, whatever the day, um, that final was, the Super Cup final against Dortmund and Bayern, um, and then he got a brace on Saturday against Freiburg. I'll talk more about that game later, but back to Holland. Um, I'm giving him my appreciation this week because while I was watching the game against Freiburg, the commentators were talking about Holland and how he scored 44 goals last season. I'm going to assume both Dortmund and Salzburg are included in this. Maybe Norway, but I know Dortmund and Salzburg for sure. And I was talking about how like Holland said that he should have gotten 50 goals and how he needs to be more ruthless. And how he's really hard on himself when he misses a shot and he goes back and re-watches his missed goals to see what he could have done better. And he even watches other strikers to see how they score so he can like make himself better and all that good stuff. And I just, that was low-key terrifying to hear in a way. Like it's great. It's great that he's doing that. It's great that he's, you know, um, on it like that. But like. Holland is ruthless as it is, especially when it comes to scoring. And we know how he gets, like, when he doesn't get a goal. And the thing is, he's only 20 years old. 20 years old. I'm older than him by not even two months. Like, he, I think his birthday is in July. Yeah, I'm older than him by two months. He has a long career ahead of him. And I just, honestly, truly, I can't wait I can't wait to see the goals and the weird celebrations and the 10 to 15 second interviews. I just I just can't wait. He really has just a great career ahead of him. Like he's only 20. Like I always have to remind myself, especially with these young players, that they're either younger than me or they're around my age. And I just love seeing young people and people like me around my age just doing big things, you know. And he's just such an entertaining, energetic player to watch. And so, yeah, I'm really glad that Dortmund has him. They got a really good deal with him. Um, they knew what they were doing when they signed him. So I'm really glad that he's here at Dortmund and that hopefully he stays for a while and becomes a legend. I mean, he's low-key already a legend. But, yeah, keep doing you, Holland. And, yeah, that's all for Football Appreciation this week. Erling Holland. Okay. Oh, doesn't Dortmund play tomorrow? No, I think that's only in the United. Never mind. Anyways. Okay, let's move on to transfer news and rumors. 
yesterday was transfer deadline day so um we'll see how everything plays out everything's already been played out but i'm gonna go over some stuff um i have some stuff written down but i think i'll just look at 433 to see you know everything else because even today i saw some more news come out and yeah so let me talk about the news i have first or the stuff that I have first. Um, Serginio Dest is indeed a Barcelona player. Um, he debuted on Sunday against Sevilla. So I'm assuming maybe like last week, a couple days after I released the episode, he was announced like officially. Um, I heard he played really well against Sevilla and he did really good. I watched this game up to halftime. I really wanted to wait until the second half because I knew that either him or Conrad they were going to um, get, you know, subbed on, but I was too tired, so I took a nap. Um, though, it was really good to hear um, that he played well. Some people on Twitter had some good things to say. Um, let me find this post. I'm pretty sure I saved it. Yes? No. What is wrong with me? I thought I saved it. It's fine. It's right here. <clears throat> okay. So one tweet said, Dest, 15 minutes, one interception, one key pass. And then Sergio Roberto, 90 minutes, zero interceptions, zero key passes. Um, another tweet said, otherwise, I forgot to tell you, Dest is already better than Alba and Roberto. Uh, Barca on the left is very good, but not having anyone on the right makes it very predictable. When we play with Dest and Trinkau on the right, we are going to have one of the best attacks in Europe. Another tweet said, um, on a climb from Dest left, he surpassed the career Sergio Roberto, LOL. And then Dest will give us many joys. And there's other um, tweets, but those are just some, some highlights that I saw. Um, that's really nice to hear. Like, that's really great to hear. Um, I think Serginio Des is only 19. I think I'm older than him by maybe a couple months. I don't think he's 20 yet. Let's double check and see. Because, child, these players, they're so, yeah, I'm older than him by literally a couple months. So he's going to turn 20 next month, um, November 3rd. So look at this. Oh, what is that? I hate the cars here. There's an article that says, Serginio Dest, I didn't understand a word Lionel Messi said. <laughs> that is so funny. Serginio is, ooh, I just bumped my mic. He's honestly so funny. Um, and he's just, he's just such a chill player. Like, I feel like he doesn't care about what anyone says. He's just doing his own thing. You know what? Good for him good for him i like that mentality i like that attitude that he has um and honestly with him going to barca i'm just already playing well i'm honestly so excited for the future of the u.s men's national team um i can't wait to see all of these young players christian pulisic weston mckinney Sergio dest timothy weah josh Sargent, giovanni reyna tyler adams like Oh my gosh, we are stacked with talent, honeys. And I just really hope that Greg Berhalter gets his mind right and stop calling up a bunch of MLS players. And I really hope all of these players over here in Europe, Zach Steffen, I forgot about him. 
Um, I just hope that all of them um, are healthy. You know, there's always that a majority of them can be healthy and then boom, one of them is injured. I just really hope that they're all healthy because I'm actually so excited to see how all of them are going to play together. It's going to be so beautiful, bro. It's going to be so beautiful. So I'm so excited and I'm happy to hear that Sergio is already doing well at Barca. Um, next, I have Moise Keen to PSG. PSG signed a lot of players. Um, I'll talk more about that. But yeah, I think he was... I remember seeing him at Juventus, I believe. So I really hope I'm correct. But I feel like, didn't he go to a uh, Premier League club? Let's see. Moise Keen. I really hope I'm saying that right. Oh, yes. Okay, so he was at Everton. Uh, and he's now at PSG for a season-long loan. Well, that's kind of messed up. I guess he didn't have a place at Everton because Everton is doing really well right now in the Premier League. Interesting. Yeah, he started his career with Juventus 2016. Then went to Everton, and now he's on loan at PSG. Good for him. He's Italian. Oof. A black player and Italian? Dang. That's tough. Hopefully no one's racist to him. Um, Edison Cavani to Manchester United. This was a bit random. Um, I guess his time at PSG was up. I feel like he was doing really well there. I wonder what was going on. Maybe he wasn't starting or maybe he didn't like being around Neymar. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Um, but yeah, good for him. Uh, Man United also signed some other player. I'll have to look more into that. Um, when I look at 433, Matt Miazga, I don't think anyone knows him unless you're a U.S. men's national team fan he is a defender i think um he is at rsc anderleich i'm gonna assume that's a dutch club um or obviously a european club he's on loan there from chelsea which i feel like he's been out loan for a very long time i honestly don't think he's played maybe more than five games with chelsea um i feel like chelsea should just sell him at this point and get some money because they're not gonna keep him and play him if they do so they should really just stop wasting his time um next on the list chelsea sent ruben loftus cheek to uh 20th place fulham on loan maybe he can help them out because they're really struggling right now um and yeah let me get into some other transfer news and stuff transfer news stuff before i talk about this other thing and then we'll get into some premier league and stuff okay um, four three three. I feel like four three three should sponsor me because I'm always talking about them in this podcast. Okay, so Mario Gotze joined PSV. Isn't this a Dutch club? Um, sure. Um, he joined them from Dortmund. I could. I honestly thought he would been left Dortmund. Um, he wasn't really getting any playing time or anything. So, yeah. Next is Felipe Anderson. He looks familiar. Where do I remember him from? He's probably Brazilian, to be honest. Yeah, I don't... Okay, he's now at FC Porto. Um, next is... Chow, are these Gucci pants? Jesus, footballers have the worst dress taste. Um, his name is Jean Claire Todibo. He's now at 
Benfica. Um, he's a, also a French footballer. He looks pretty young. He was at Schalke. Oh, he was at Barca. And then I see Schalke. And then now he's at Porto. Oh, okay. Let me get this correct. Sorry, I'm basing this off of his Instagram. So he was at Barca, at loan at Schalke, and then Barca sold him to uh, blah, 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 Benfica. I'm putting two and two together. Wow, I didn't even recognize him as a Barca player. He's probably played in Barca B. Okay, well, enough of him. Um, Next is... What is your name, sir? Malong Sar? He says on Instagram, football player for Chelsea FC, but I'm not seeing any of that. He is now an FC Porto player. Next on the list is, okay, we already talked about Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Um, Alex Tejas is a Manchester United player. Rafinha is a, um, a PSG player, Rafinha Alcantara. Sorry, I said that Americanized. He's now at PSG. I'm actually so excited. It sucks that, like, he didn't get to play at Barca for this season because, um, honestly, I feel like we haven't... Rafinha's a really good player. And I think injuries and um, being benched didn't get him, you know, in the real playing time at Barca that he deserved. But you know what? He's not at PSG. He seems to be doing well there or, like, looking good in training. So, yeah, that's what he deserves. Um, next is... We talked about Cavani. Theo Walcott is now at Sam- Southampton uh, FC. Ahmad Traore is now at Manchester United. Lucas Torreira was at Arsenal. Now he's at Atletico Madrid. And now Thomas Partey, or Partey is now at Arsenal from Atletico Madrid. I believe Douglas Costa. I saw something about him going to Bayern. I wasn't he already at Bayern though? So I'm going to assume he went back to Bayern because I think he was at Juventus. Um, and now I guess he's back at Bayern. We'll see. Um, someone else went to Bayern. Buna Sar. Don't know who that is, but he's a professional footballer for Bayern now. Um, wow, there's a lot of people. Diego Perotti is now at Fenerbahce. I'm running out of breath. Matteo Guendouzi, the curly-headed David Luiz lookalike, who's also looking a badass kid. He's on loan at uh, Hertha Berlin until the end of the season. Oh, Mr. Chupo. What was his name? He was at Bayern. I mean, Jesus. He was at PSG. Chupo Moting. Um, he's now at Bayern Munich from PSG. That's tough. He should have stayed at PSG. Next. Wow, so many transfers. Um, Federico Chiesa uh, is now at Juventus. And then someone else is at PSG. Danilo Pereira, Portuguese national team player. Next. I think that's it. I think I got everyone. Okay, that's it. Thank you so much, 433, for that. Um, I wanted to talk about Mesut Ozil. Just just a little bit, not too much. Um, he doesn't play football. Like, I believe he's still at Arsenal, but they're not playing 
they're not playing him. Um, I guess he just costs too much money. I think he gets like three hundred and fifty thousand euros a week. Which who who has the money? Like child, <sighs> a week. Let's calculate that. Actually, let's calculate that. Obviously, it's going to be more in like American dollars because euros and blah blah blah. Three five zero 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 times oh how many weeks are in a year that's a good question look at me trying to be a mathematician not knowing anything um how many weeks in a year 52.1429 i'm just do 52 that's 18 million 200 okay that's 18 million wow that's a lot of money Jesus. Anyways, um, he popped up because of Gunnosaurus, who is the um dinosaur, the giant dinosaur for Arsenal. He's their mascot. Um, Jerry Kui or Kwai, sorry, I don't. Yeah, he's been Gunnosaurus. I don't want to say it's since nineteen ninety three. I think Gunnosaurus has been around since nineteen ninety three, but I don't think Jerry has been the. I don't know, but um, he was told by Arsenal that his job no longer exists as a result of the absence of fans. Obviously, this is due to COVID-19. According to ESPN, Arsenal announced in August that they were making 55 non-playing staff redundant as the club reacts to the financial impact of the coronavirus pandemic, while the first team squad were asked to take a 12.5% pay cut, which dropped to 7.5% after qualifying for this season's Europa League, which... I'm not even going to, like, I'm going to be that person. I think that pay cut, I think the players will be just fine with that. They're still going to be making millions. They're still going to be making big bands. So, yeah. Um, Ozil offered to pay the wages of the man behind the mascot. So, Jerry. Um, Here's the thing, though. Let me read his tweet. He tweeted, I was so sad that Jerry Kui... Jerry Q, sorry, a.k.a. our famous and loyal mascot, Gunnar Soros. He has a Twitter. Okay, that's cute. An integral part of our club was being made redundant after 27 years. As such, I'm offering to reimburse Arsenal with the full salary of our big green guy. As long as I will be an Arsenal player... So Jerry can continue his job that he loves so much. Now, this is giving me very much um, manipulating. Like, at first I read this and I was like, oh, this is really sweet of him. But then I read the tweet again and I was like, hmm, something's not right here. So it kind of feels like to me that... Um, Mesut Ozil is kind of threatening Arsenal in a way saying as long as I get to stay at Arsenal and y'all play me I will give this man I'll reimburse him maybe it's not like that but he didn't need to include as long as I will be an Arsenal player dot 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 so Jerry can continue his job that he loves so much Um, yeah I don't get it some of these replies uh under this tweet are you know also giving him some stick for it let me see if there's any juicy ones no 
Um, I was so sad to hear that you chose to stay at Arsenal and destroy our finances for another year that I threw up in a bucket. Okay, I didn't I didn't read that one. Okay. Um, yeah, it just feels like he's kind of not... I don't know. I don't really like the the tone of this tweet. Like, you can... You can reimburse this man and just like even if he reimbursed like ten thousand dollars to this man buddy you're still gonna be rich as hell so i'm not really getting why you're bringing this as long as i'll be an arsenal player in this like i just it this is a this is a sucky situation so i understand in a way where he's coming from but sir you're going to have to make sacrifices too because if you're costing Arsenal all of this money, then, like, you might have to take a pay cut yourself. And maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe he's being stubborn. I don't know. But if you want playing time and if you want to play, you're going to have to make a sacrifice. Like, look at Gareth Bell. He was doing nothing but growing out his hair and playing golf at Real Madrid, and now look at him back with the Spurs. I don't know if he's playing yet or anything. I haven't really seen him play. But, I mean, sir, you're going to have to do something. Because, I mean, he's literally getting paid to do nothing. 350000 a week to do nothing. What a life to live. But, you know what? Anyways, let's not get into this. Um, I think everything is good now regarding Gunnersaurus. There was a GoFundMe that was made for him, and it raised uh, $13,000, which is 10,000 British pounds. So, yeah, good for him, hopefully. Um, and I think he got his job back. Um, but even then, Arsenal's kind of messed up for that. You can't just, like, I get that we're in the middle of a pandemic and that, you know, there's no fans, but you can't, like, go of your mascot like that. Like, come on. But obviously, it's a financial thing, and, you know, you have to do certain things. But I feel like Gunnersaurus, even despite everything going on, it's still good for the fans to see that, you know, he's still alive and well. So, yeah, um, IDK, I don't know what's going on with Mesut Ozil. Hopefully, things will look up for him soon. But with the way things are looking, he's probably just still going to be sitting around getting $350,000 a week so yeah moving on let's get into the premier league um i have a little bit about the carabao cup do i really want to talk about this um no i don't so let's just move on to the premier league um let's go over some results and i'll talk about some games so match day four of 38 wow this season is so long okay Match day four. So Chelsea Crystal Palace ended 4-0 to Chelsea. Everton and Brighton ended 4-2 to Everton. Leeds United, Man City ended 1-1. Newcastle and Burnley ended 3-1 to Newcastle. Leicester City, West Ham ended 3-0 to West Ham. Southampton, West Brom ended 2-0 to Southampton. Wolves and Fulham ended 1-0 to Wolves. Arsenal, Sheffield United ended 2-1 to Arsenal. Man United, Tottenham ended 6-1 to Tottenham. And Aston Villa and Liverpool ended 7-2 to Aston Villa. Okay. So, let's talk about Chelsea. Um, I didn't watch this game. I wasn't waking up at 6.30 for this. I watched the highlights of this, along with 
um, some highlights of two other games. I feel like I should do like better at explaining things, you know, instead of just talking about the results. But anyways, um, this is how the game went. Um, and Gola Conte. Well, you know what? This is um the important stuff that I took from the game. Okay. Angola Conte had a good chance around the 13th minute. Um, Havertz passed the ball to him, and it just went a bit over the crossbar. Uh, Werner, as well, a little bit after that, he had a chance, but it was saved by the goalkeeper. It was a pretty good save. No goals happened in the first half. I can imagine how boring that was. Uh, the first goal for Chelsea came in the 49th minute. Mr. Hairspray, Ben Chilwell, scored it, I believe. This was his first goal for the Blues. I think he got his first assist in the Carabao Cup, but yeah. Uh, his goal slid right past the goalkeeper's hand. Kurt Zuma had a chance in the 58th minute. It was a header, but it was just wide. He ended up scoring the minutes after that. In the 65th minute, it was a header again. I think headers are just his thing. Um, Tammy Abraham had a close chance. That would have been a nice goal, but it was just wide. Abraham got a penalty for um Chelsea but he was fouled not but he was fouled in the box uh Georgino took this penalty I think Abraham wanted to take it no this is for the second penalty second penalty they got so they got a second penalty it was given in the 80th minute Kai Havertz was fouled in the box um and this was where Tammy Abraham wanted to take it but SP was like nah and he gave it to Georgina who I believe is the penalty taker for Chelsea so I don't really see why Tammy was acting like that um one you weren't the one that was fouled I I get it if he was the one that was fouled but you're not the that that okay and then two you're not the penalty taker so yeah anyways Jorginho scored the penalty and that was that for that game oh Pulisic came on around I couldn't even tell you it didn't show in the um in the highlights he maybe got 10 minutes in, and I think he even got a close shot at goal. So, God, I beg, please, bless his limbs, bless his kneecaps, um, bless his cap, bless everything that, just even bless his, his arms, God. Just bless him, because I, I can't handle him not, pl- I can't handle that anymore, okay? He's he's made of, he's made of stick and bones. I, I can't take it anymore. I can't take not seeing him play for a long amount of time. And then Frank Lampard doesn't make anything better. Like, I can't take it anymore. So I pray for Christian Pulisic's limbs. I pray for his body, period, period, okay? Anyways, um, Manchester United and Tottenham. So I usually don't watch either of the teams. I don't really care for either of the teams, um, especially, you know, not United because I have an ounce of self-love for myself. But I saw that the Reds or the Devils, if you will, were getting whooped for one by the Spuds in the first half. So obviously I had to watch this dramatic mess. Um, of course, anything Spurs related I support is because of Sun Young Men. So this game, uh, Megamind, Anthony Taylor was the ref for this match. Anthony Marshall was given a penalty literally one minute into the game after being fouled by Sanchez. Um, obviously, Bruno Penendez took it. Third, almost fourth minute, was where Tottenham got their first goal. And this is where I saw Harry Maguire's amazing defending. Um, he headed the ball down a little too close to his goal. And then Luke Shaw was going after that ball. And Maguire literally pulled him down and basically fouled 
his own teammate only for them to concede a goal, which was scored by Ndombele. So from here until the end of the match, it's just Tottenham highlights. Second goal was scored by Sun Hyung Min, King, around the seventh minute. Martial, Anthony Martial, Marshall, whatever, he got a red card in the 28th minute. He and Lamella were pushing each other around. And then Martial popped, literally popped Lamella dead in his mouth and got sent off. Um, Harrington Kane scored the third goal. It was a United defense mistake. Whoever United's number three is, he kicked the ball. Kane like intercepted it and made his the ball made his the ball made its way to Sonny and he assisted Kane. Um Sonny Opar got his second goal and had a cute little dance celebration with Serge Aurier. Um this was all in the first half, by the way. Let's move on to the second half. Wow, that was a lot of stuff in the first half. Um Second half, Serge Aurier got himself um, on the scoreboard. Tottenham were given a penalty. Uh, Pogba fouled Davies, I think that's his name, in the box. Harrington Kane took the penalty, and that made it 6-1 for the Spuds. And honestly, that's really it for that game. I saw Deli Alley. He came on, and his hair looks like a bird's nest. Like, I feel like he doesn't know how to take care of his hair. Um... If he took proper care of his black hair, it would look so good. He would look so good. Like, I don't know. It just looks so dry and just gross. And, like, it's a different color. And he, it's just, ew. And he has a mustache that's not even, I don't know what he's going for. But, yeah. Um, I wonder if he's, like, not starting, you know, because he was subbed down. Usually he's a starter. Was it injury? Or he's just not playing? I don't know. Either way. Uh, Tottenham won 6-1 to blah, blah. Okay, United obviously were just really bad. Um, I still really can't believe that Harry Maguire was worth all, all that he's worth. I feel like, to me, he's maybe worth at most 2 million euros. And I'm being generous because he's not even million dollar worthy. But you know, nowadays, um, it's either a million or it's not. So... Another team that got their arses handed to them this weekend was Liverpool. So um, before this game, both teams had yet to lose any points or games. Um, it's only been four, three, whatever. Um, the first goal was a goalkeeper who wasn't Allison. Is Allison sick? Oh, he's probably on international duty. Makes sense. Okay, anyways, um, I don't know who this goalkeeper was, but Liverpool should just sell him and get someone else. Because he didn't do a good job. Um, he kicked the ball. And instead of it getting to a Liverpool defender. And Jack Grealish got to it first. And he assisted Ollie Watkins. Uh, I saw Martinez. Emmy Martinez from Arsenal. He's now at um, Aston Villa. Um, but anyways. Ollie Watkins got his second goal. It was really nice. He got it like in the top right hand corner. And it was really just chef's kiss really. Um, Ross Barkley, who was at Chelsea, is now at loan at Villa. He had some good chances in the game. He probably had, like, three good chances in the first half. Um, you know, you see what happens when you play someone? Anyways, Salah, Mohamed, Mohamed, Mohamed Salah, uh, he got a goal back for Liverpool in the 32nd minute. It was his 100th Premier League goal, I believe. And then John McGinn... Megan, I don't know. He scored Villa's third goal. It came off of Barkley's corner kick, and he had a nice little volley, and boom, it went in. Villa's fourth goal came from a corner kick again. Liverpool's uh, Virgil van Dijk, 
I think that's how you say it, VVD. He fouled, um, I couldn't tell you who, but they were rewarded the free kick and Ollie Watkins, who was on a hat trick, finished the job in the 38th minute. Second half, Barkley got his goal, finally. He had literally no one around. Oh, I can't say no one. Okay, there was maybe like four Liverpool defenders like around him, and they gave him so much space, and they did absolutely nothing. And they just let Barkley shoot this rocket into their goal, which made it 5-1. Salah snatched a goal back. He literally snatched it. It happened so fast, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, yeah. Um, Jack Grealish made their defense and goalkeeper look silly with his goal. Uh, that made it 6-1. No, it didn't make it 6-1. It didn't make it 6-1. I forgot this is 7-2. Anyways, um, Grealish took the shot and it deflected off of whoever number three is for Liverpool, the bald man. And the goalkeeper just didn't even try. He he, he just didn't. Um, last but not least, Jack Grealish added the cherry on top with sprinkles and whipped cream and made it 7-2. The play was really nice to watch. Um, he made Alexander-Arnold, I believe, Trent Alexander-Arnold, look stupid silly. So what a great weekend it was for Premier League. You know, this is the this is what I like to see, honeys. I like to see dramas. I like to see, you know, mess. I love it. So hopefully uh, next week, next weekend, uh, we can keep up, this, keep up this drama. Honestly, the Premier League's been pretty entertaining. I haven't. If I'm being honest, watched any like Chelsea games because one, Christian's been injured, and no offense, I'm not watching Chelsea. I'm not suffering watching Chelsea play bad. If it's if Christian's not on the pitch, so now that he's back, um, I prob. Hopefully, he'll start in this next game that they have. Um, the way Frank Lampard is set up, though, he'll probably be a sub again. Um, which whatever. But Chelsea's next match is, huh, match day four, match day five. Or maybe they don't play. I'm not seeing them. Okay, air conditioner. Pause. Match day five, Everton. Oh, Chelsea. Okay, Chelsea plays against Southampton Saturday at 9 a.m. Oh, it's international break. That's why they don't play this upcoming weekend. Okay, well, that's fine. Or maybe they do. I'm sorry. Calendars are just really, I'm really bad with calendars. Pause, pause, pause. Yeah, they don't play this upcoming weekend. They play next, next weekend. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully by then. Christian and hopefully Hakim Zayek are like 100% clear so that they can start in this game. Um, It was nice that Chelsea won, but literally defenders won this game for them. None of the strikers, none of the attacking midfielders did anything. Well, I mean, they tried, but in the end, did they really? So, yeah. Um, That's all for the Premier League. Let's go to Germany now for some Bundesliga. I'm going to go over some of these results. It's only been three games for them. Match day three. That means I'm not going to have any. Oh, I have to suffer with international games. I honestly love international breaks. It's really nice seeing um, players like represent their home countries. But the U.S. Men's National Team, um... I don't know when they're going to start playing again. It's kind of like I'm kind of getting really itchy and aggy. Like I've seen everyone else, 
you know, see their players in training and stuff. And I'm just like, um, I would like for that to happen with me. So I don't know when the U.S. men's national team are going to play, but I hope it's soon because I really miss those idiots. Like, yeah, they suck sometimes, but, you know, with the fellas that we got now, I think we'll do good. Okay, anyways, match day three for Bundesliga. Union Berlin and Mainz ended 4-0 to Berlin. Ooh, Stuttgart Leverkusen 1-1. Köln Mönchengladbach 3-1 to Mönchengladbach. Eintracht Frankfurt Hoffenheim 2-1 to Frankfurt. Dortmund Freiburg 4-0 to Dortmund. Bremen Armenia 1-0 to Bremen. RB Leipzig Schalke 4-0. Wolfsburg oh to Leipzig. Wolfsburg Augsburg 0-0. Bayern Hertha 4-3 to Bayern. I didn't go over the Premier League table. Let me do that. Um, Everton is first place. Aston Villa second. Leicester City third. Arsenal fourth. Liverpool fifth. And then Tottenham and Chelsea. And that's all I care about. Um, Bottom three is Burnley, Sheffield United, and Fulham. So they're in the relegation zone. Haven't won any of their games. Leipzig is number one. Then Augsburg, Eintracht, Frankfurt, Bayern in fourth place. Dortmund in fifth place. Oh, my God. I beg. I just really want us to win this season. Like, we're doing so, like, the, I don't, let's not get into that. Um, Hoffenheim, six, seventh place is Bremen. Bottom three is Köln, Mainz, and Schalke. I feel really bad for Schalke. Well, actually, no, I don't because they're a rival team. Okay, anyways, so, um, obviously, I'm going to talk about Dortmund. Their game was on Saturday. Um, I decided to go on a walk that day. And I have some stuff written down, but not really because I was trying to multitask. Um, It was kind of nice, though. You know, I walked three miles, which was nice. I usually walk two. So, yeah, thanks, Dortmund, for that. Anyways, uh, Roman Berkey and Jaden Sancho were sick. I think it's respiratory stuff. Um, The starting lineup still looked pretty good. The first half was so boring, though. Goodness gracious. I'm so glad I was on a walk. Um, there wasn't really any fire or spice or anything. Um, Holland finally got a goal or Dortmund finally scored and it was Holland. Um, it was a Reina assist. I think the play started from Royce. Um, he snatched the ball, um, and passed it to Reina who assisted Holland. Honestly, Marco Royce, he did really well in this game, like getting the balls back. Um, he was, yeah, that's my captain. He did really good, um, snatching the balls back for his team. So, um, Reyna almost had a chance himself, maybe like a minute after that. It was a bit wide. He had some good skills, though, before his attempt. Young King Tings, obviously. After Holland's goal, the game, you know, had a bit more fire to it, which is really nice to see because it was absolutely dreadful before that. Um, let's see. Holland got a second goal. I couldn't tell you when. Actually, this game ended 4-0. I think it was Holland, Holland, Chan, pass luck. Um, let me ch- double check myself to be sure. Um, no? Okay, yes. Erling Holland, 31st minute. No, just kidding. It was Holland, 31st. Emmer Chan, 47th minute. And then Holland again, 66th minute. And then Felix Passlack, 92nd minute. Um, yeah. Okay. What were, where was I? Okay. Anyways, Holland was on his way to a hat trick, 
but he instead assisted um, Felix Paslak, which gave him his first Bundesliga goal. And that was really sweet of him. Um, I also heard the commentators talk about how, like, he's always, he loves to celebrate his teammates' goals and, like, training and stuff. That's really cute. Um, Gio Reyna, my American baby, he got a hat-trick of assists. Yo, just young King Tings. Like, he's literally doing so well for Dortmund. I'm so excited to see his future. Like, a hat-trick of assists at 17. I think the last, I think it was either the last American to do so was in, like, 2008. And I just... I couldn't be more proud of not just him, but this team. Um, I really, this game really brought me joy, to be honest. It was so nice seeing, you know, um, Dorman playing so energetically and so entertaining. Um, obviously, after Haaland's goal, because before that, it was awful. But it's just so nice to see them pumped up, you know, with a little bit of fire, you know, some pep in their step. I love to see it. Um, and yeah, it was also National Boyfriend's Day on Saturday. So I just love how they won, you know, like what a gift for me. But I think that's it for Bundesliga. Let's see if there's any hot topics, hot rumors, not hot rumors. Um, oh, Chris Richards. So Chris Richards is an American defender. He's 20 years old. Um, He plays at Bayern Munich, which I hate to see it, but he's. I think he got his first start, and he assisted Robert Lewandowski. You know, I think that's really good. Um, I think he almost got his second assist. If I think Thomas Mueller was saying how if he was on side, um, he could have gotten his – Richards could have gotten his second assist, which that's amazing. I love to see it. Um, you know, it sucks that he's at Bayern Munich, but, you know, he's still an American child. Um, so, yeah, that's great. I love to see it. Um yeah, other than that, obviously Reyna got his three assists. Leipzig is at the top of the table, which interesting. Oh, Mines sacked their manager after two Bundesliga matches following players strike. Ooh, this is juicy. Let's get into this. Bundesliga club Mines have sacked coach Achim. I'm not even gonna say his last name. After a turbulent week, which included players a player strike after no and a four-one defeat to newly promoted. Stuttgart. Mines players went on strike on Wednesday after forward uh, Adam was demoted to the reserve team and told to look for a new club. Ooh. Although the squad returned to train the following day, men's were not able to recover in time for the next match. That's tough. So they kind of did that to themselves. But I mean, if one of your teammates were told to, you know, find a different club, I'd probably do the same thing. Um, that's tough. He's the second Bundesliga manager to be sacked this season. Um, Schalke had Schalke had parted ways with that da- 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 David Wagner or David Wagner. That's tough. Eighteen games without a win. Damn. That's really tough. All right. Enough of the Bundesliga. Let's go to America now. Obviously with MLS. Um. Okay, let's go over some results or whatever. And then, yeah, like always. When was the last game? 2000, not 2000, Saturday, 10. Huh? Okay, anyways. So, Orlando City, New York Red Bulls in a 3-1 to Orlando. DC United, Atlanta United in a 4-0 to Atlanta United. New England, Nashville, 0-0. 
Toronto FC Philadelphia 2-1 to Toronto. Montreal Impact Chicago 2-2. Minnesota and Cincinnati 2-0 to Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, Houston Dynamo Sporting KC 2-1 to Sporting KC. Uh, inter- oh, my throat is dry. Hold on. I need some water. Okay. My B. Um, Inter-Miami NYCFC 3-2 to New York. FC Dallas Columbus Crew 2-2. Uh, Seattle Sounders Vancouver 3-1 to Sounders. And San Jose and LA Galaxy 2-1 to San Jose. Okay. So... Um, Atlanta United won a game, you guys. I'm so excited to say this. Um, they played Saturday against DC United. I was really nervous for this game because um, both Atlanta and DC United have not been have not been playing well, you know, recently. So I was kind of just like, it can go either way, or it can just be two really bad teams going at it and just honestly being a shite show. So. Um, in the end, it was the complete opposite. Um, I got a notification that the first goal was scored, and it was from Atlanta that didn't concede the first goal. I was so excited for that. Um, first goal was scored by John Gallagher, um, assist by Brooks Lennon, I believe. Um, and then Miles Robinson had a good chance around like the 11th minute. It was a header that glided just like across the top of goal. Um, Adam John had a good chance as well. It was a header like Robinson. It was a good delivery by Lennon, who Brooks Lennon played so well in this game. I think his goal, I'm going to talk about that. His goal was, I think, chosen like MLS goal of the week. Like, as he should, like, he played so well in this game. He was assisting. He was making plays. He was good, great crosses, like, period, poo. Like, it was so I was just, I really like Brooks Lennon as a player. Um, so it was really nice to see him, you know, thrive and shine on Saturday. Um, Lennon himself got him a nice goal. Like I, yeah, um, it was a long shot goal. And that was basically the first half. So I'm pretty sure that was 2-0. Yes. And then second half, there was an iPhone involved. Um, so here's the thing. Um, I think his name is Russell Canoose from DC United. He wasn't on the team sheet for United, DC United, but he was subbed on. Um, and obviously that's not okay. So I think like there was a red card or something that was being talked about. And the DC United coach was like upsetty spaghetti about it. And, you know, Stephen Glass was kind of like, you know, so, so what's the deal here? Like, what are you going to do about it? Um, and DC United's coach got upset, telling him to, like, shut up and stuff. But anyways, um, yeah, so Russell got, you know, told to he needs to go to the locker room. He got told that. And, yeah, I think that's weird, though. Why wouldn't – why is he here if he wasn't on the team sheet? Like, I get it if he was in the stands supporting, but, like, he was with the whole, like, kit on and the little thing. So yeah, DC United should 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 be more careful next time. Um, but the game went back on. Gallagher got his second goal, making it three nil. It was honestly like a team effort goal. It was really beautiful to see. And then Adam Jean added the fourth goal. 
nine minutes was added at the end because of all that mess and you know thankfully Atlanta didn't concede and Brad Guzan finally got himself a clean sheet thank god well he got a clean sheet that game against Dallas but this was like a real this was like a real game to me um but yeah I'm just again so proud of Atlanta United like oh my goodness this is who I like to see honeys it was so nice seeing them play like this and giving us goals and giving us like pure class it was so beautiful to see and the defense they were actually defending well i can't okay dc united they weren't really attacking to begin with but when they did do a little bit of something no siri i don't need you please don't start acting up okay um when they did a still like attacking you know our defense they were actually doing something good so i'm just I love that. I love to see it. They play again tomorrow. Um, I think they play against Orlando City. This is a home game. Also, DC United was an away game. So they played this well away. Wow. You love to see it. Um, but they play tomorrow at home, Orlando City. We'll see if they keep up this momentum. Um, but yeah, that's all for the MLS. Uh, maybe I should watch some highlights for the MLS games and talk more about them. Because, like, I watch like i keep my tv on espn plus um and just like if there's a random game that's either live or like it was already played this on demand i usually just watch it or just have it playing in the background um and usually i pay attention to some of it so i might have to you know actually start paying more attention so i can talk more about um other games and not just Atlanta united but anyways moving on um this is the last little bit before we get into some football drama um, last week I talked about the San Diego Loyal. Um, they dealt with the racist and this week again, unfortunately they had to deal with uh, a homophobic person. So yeah, um, yeah, pain, lots of pain. Um, so San Diego Loyal played against Phoenix Rising a couple days ago. Um, again, San Diego Loyal is in US, a USL team, which is kind of like the second division for MLS. Um, a player of the Phoenix Rising used a homophobic slur towards loyal player Colin Martin, who happens to be openly gay. He came out as gay in June of 2018. So Martin brought the slur to the attentions of the officials. And according to the loyals, the slur was directed at him after he was given a red card at the end of the first half. And um, I think Landon Donovan had got into it with their coach and like the referee of the match and they got that red card repealed in the end. But um, to be honest, it didn't really matter because they forfeited the match, the loyal, they forfeited the match and walked up the pitch, you know, as they should. Um, and this ended their chances of reaching the playoffs, but I'm not worried about that. Um, let's talk more about Colin Martin. Um, I found this article on Yahoo Sports, so let's digest it a bit. Um, <laughs> okay, so San Diego Loyal midfielder Colin Martin began drawing with Phoenix Rising forward Junior Flemings over a late first half yellow card that resulted in a San Diego free kick. He got personal pretty fast, Martin told Yahoo Sports. He used some bad language toward me and it got to the point where I was like wow this guy is super disrespectful when Martin got upset Flemings allegedly escalated the argument according to Martin the Jamaican made a homophobic reference to the fact that Martin is openly gay 
He called me Batty Boy, which I knew basically translate to the F word, you know, the F-A-G, you know what I mean? Um, Martin said the alleged slur directed at Martin came one week after San Diego player was after another San Diego player was a target of bigotry. Da, 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 da. We talked about that last week. Um, let us see what else. I'm not reading all this. Do, do, do. I think it was saying how like he didn't want to walk off the pitch. Um, he views himself as fortunate until Wednesday night. He hadn't experienced hardly any homophobia in professional soccer his friends family teammates and coaches had known about his sexuality for years by the time he revealed publicly that he was gay hoping to become a role model for kids who are gay and want to pursue sports um do do yes i see yes yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think anything happened to this junior Flemings like something happened with Omar Ontiveros because um what's his name junior Flemings denied this accusation so let me find him on Twitter because Twitter always has everything okay he's denied that he said it He's been suspended. USL Championship suspends Junior Flemings for use of foul and abusive language. Let's see what this article says. Or not. Phoenix Rising FC4 is suspended for the entirety of the 2020 Championship playoffs. I know you lying. Who is playing music right now? Oh, God help me. Anyways, um, he's been suspended for the entirety of the 2020 championship playoffs. Also received undisclosed fine. Oh, this is kind of short. Six game suspension, undisclosed fine to Junior Flemings. Foul use of abusive language. Foul and abusive language in the form of homophobic slur. September 30th. Flemings could also be subject to additional discipline to Phoenix Rising FC and remains on administrative leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I see. I see. Okay. Well, that's what he deserves. So, um, I just wish that people could stop being homophobic. And just, like, just stop being anything phobic. Um, I don't understand why we can't let people, specifically male athletes, be comfortable and openly gay. Um, I just don't get it. Like, there's still an athlete they're still a human being they're still going to play the sport regardless they're still going to play the sport well um so i don't really get why their sexuality has to do with anything uh, or why it matters so much and this is one reason why um certain athletes don't come out until retirement or if they do come out they immediately have to retire because of the hate they'll receive or they have to come out anonymously, like that one Premier League player. 
So, like, I just don't get it. Um, This, honestly, I feel like coming out as gay and being gay is, I don't know if taboo is the word, but it kind of feels like that in sports, especially with male athletes. Because I have to say it, I hate to say it, but with women, um, people just automatically assume that they're lesbians. Like, I really do hate to say it, but I'm not lying. So, but with men, it's kind of just like, you know. And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be that way. Um, This kind of reminds me of the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Um, Netflix, I feel like they wanted to do a documentary or a series that had to do with football players, American football players that are gay or just athletes that are gay. And they kind of shoved that into this Aaron Hernandez documentary. Um, And they were kind of making it seem like he did what he did because he was struggling with his sexuality. Um, No, I think he was struggling with what he did because of his brain. Like, that's psychological, you know? I don't think his sexuality, sexuality had anything to do with him being a murderer. So, yeah. But... I just hate how um, male athletes can't just, they just can't um, when it comes to their sexuality and being gay. Um, first of all, it's, first of all, it's none of our business. Um, you know, if they do come out, okay, like, yes, good for them. Then that should be the end of it. I don't get why you have to come out and be homophobic towards this, towards this person and the fact that Ju- Junior Flemings is denying it, or he wasn't, I mean, he probably still is denying it to, like, to this day or right now. Um, that just shows you that, like, if you know that you did it, why don't you just man up and come out and be like, yes, I did say what I said to him, and I apologize for it, and I will learn from this mistake. Like, it's something that easy, but you know what? Then again, he's Jamaican, and knowing Caribbean people, especially Caribbean men, um, they're not going to apologize for anything, especially whenever they're in the wrong. So this is from personal experience, but let's not get into that. But I feel like he should just come out and apologize. Um, Like, the fact that you had to go out of your way to say something homophobic to this person. I don't get it. I don't get why people go out of their way to say something racist, homophobic, xenophobic, anything phobic. I don't understand why people have to be that way. Like just, you know, I don't know, shove each other around, push each other. And that's it. You know, why do you have to go to the extent of calling this person a batty boy, which is the equivalent of the F word? make it make sense so it's good to see that he got some punishment um and at this point at this rate the loyals aren't gonna get anywhere if y'all keep acting like this towards them because they already forfeited that last game against LA Galaxy 2 and now this game like please just stop I don't understand why y'all have to be this way um just mind your own business and just play the game just play the game and I see a lot of people talking about how the league is ruined and it's like no if one of your players on the team 
if a player on the team is being abused, like verbally abused, why should them or their teammates or their team, period, stand for it? Like this, this is what you want to see. I can't stop thinking about that one video of this one um, black player that he was literally having monkey chants and stuff like thrown at him from the fans in the stadium. And he wanted to walk off the pitch. And one of his teammates was like trying to get him to stay on. Like, no, that's not being supported. Like, that's not the support that, that's just not being supported, period. I think it's important that the loyal are doing this because it shows that they support their players. Like, last week they had to deal, or last, last week, they had to deal with a racist person, someone being racist towards their player. And now this week or this past week, a homophobic person. Like, they have every right to forfeit the match and walk off the pitch. That's what they want to do. That's how they want to show their support for their player. I don't really see the – I don't see the big deal. I don't see the problem with a lot of people saying the league is ruined. Okay, then stop watching it. Like, they're the ones that still are going to be making money, not you. So, yeah. But in the end, um, I think Colin Martin – came out i think he was like on good morning america and talked about it um as long as he's doing fine um i hate to see this happen to him um and just anyone in general who has to deal with homophobic racist like i don't i don't get it um but yeah good to see that fleming's got some you know punishment and hopefully people can learn like two weeks in a row back to back the loyal have had to dealt with something girl like ugh anyways so yeah um that's it with that now let's move on to some football drama and then we'll be done um damn shoddy this is long okay so for football drama i'm not even gonna lie i didn't have anything until like yesterday morning um which is usually how it goes um usually in the morning the day i plan on recording which i was (laughs) I'm not even gonna talk about it. Um, the day I record um, is when I see some drama happen. I'm like, okay, I'll talk about it. Um, so I saw some stuff regarding Tammy Abraham, Ben Chilwell, and Jaden Sancho, and thought, you know what? Why not? I can always count on the English for a mess and drama. Um, so let's just get into it. So, like I mentioned before, the people in the hot seat for football drama are England internationals. Tammy Abraham, Ben Chilwell, and Jaden Sancho. They are under some heat because they reportedly were at a party with more than six people. This was in London, by the way. It looks like it was a surprise party, which kind of makes sense. Um, there were some screenshots of in a video of Abraham. So like there were screenshots of Ben and Abraham, and then another screenshot of Jaden Sancho. I'm like, it looks like he was singing or something. And then the video of Abraham, he was, like, being surprised. And the amount of people in the video, it just, yeah, it was more than six people. Um, His birthday, I believe, was last week, so it makes sense. Um, Obviously, this is breaking COVID-19 rules. And the FA, I'm pretty sure they already investigated this. So I'm going to have to look it up and see if there's an article about that. Um, The birthday party broke the rule of six, which... Like I said, yes, there were definitely more than six people at this event just looking at the video. I didn't even, like, hear it. I just knew that it was a lot. I just knew. Um, I just, 
I don't want to go off. I'm not going to go off because we all know what I'm going to say. Um, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. I know this means nothing to famous people and athletes because they have the money for everything. So if something goes wrong, who cares? You know, they're going to get the best treatment anyway. Um, I hate to say it, but I don't mind them having a little get together. If it was just the six of them, if it was just the six of them. So we have Tammy, Ben, Jaden, that's three, who shouldn't even be there in the first place. Um, Tammy Abraham, I believe he has a girlfriend, so her. Um, that makes four. Ben Chilwell, if he has a girlfriend, that makes five. And maybe another friend makes six. As long as it was six people, I personally would not have an issue with this because I understand it's your bro's birthday and you want to celebrate and make him feel special. And, you know, I, I get that. But with all those people around, and then on top of that, they record it. It's just, I, when will footballers learn, man? Like, private stories exist, or maybe just not, you know, I don't know, you can record something, take a snap and save it to your memory so you can remember it later, you know? I don't get why they have to record everything, especially with everything going on. Something, like, someone is going to, this is going to be exposed, regardless. Y'all saw, um... The two, what are their names? Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood. Y'all saw what happened with them. They were chilling with the English national team in Iceland and then talking about getting girls and they were posting all type of stuff. Like, you never know who is out to get you. Like, you never know. Even, like, even if they're not doing it purposefully. But, like, something like this is going to come out like in the media like in the public so I just don't I don't get it I don't get it but anyways um international duty should be starting up soon I doubt these three will be called up and I don't think they will be I think on I saw on Twitter they had a headline for them let me look at the explore oh the heat and Lakers are playing oh it's the second half oh okay whatever um, moving on, can I, can I get a, can I get a, yeah, I don't see it, um, I'll just look it up, um, I'm just type Tammy Abraham, so, he's 23, makes sense, okay, um, Chelsea players Tammy Abraham and Ben Chilwell, and their England pal and their pal and England teammate Jaden Sancho have all been dropped by the England national team for their friendly against Wales on Thursday. This, of course, stems for the surprise birthday party for Tammy that they all attended on Saturday. Well, surprise for Tammy, I suppose, but not the other two, probably, which broke the UK government's rule of six COVID-19 restriction. Um. Okay, so yeah, they've been dropped. That's all that matters. Um. Okay, so, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure all three of them have apologized, so let me pull those up, sweet Caroline, don't know why that song is stuck in my head, um, gosh darn it, oh, it's right here, okay, so Sancho posted on Instagram on his story and said, 
I would like to apologize for breaking the government guidelines. And although I was unaware upon arriving of the numbers attending, I take full responsibility for my actions. I will make sure that I will make sure moving forward that I learn from this. I'm pretty sure Abraham and Chilwell said something, but I don't think they put anything on Instagram. So let me see. Well, I'm about to choke on my spit. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So Abraham, Abraham, Abraham said in a statement to Sky Sports, um, on Saturday evening, I arrived home to find a small surprise gathering had been organized for me with family and close friends to celebrate my birthday. Although I was totally unaware this was planned, I would like to wholeheartedly apologize. Apologize for the naivety shown by all for the organization and attending of this gathering. I recognize that I have a responsibility both in my professional and personal life to honor and respect the guidelines and deeply regret that this took place. All I can do now is learn from it, apologize to everyone and ensure it never happens again. Okay. I already talked about Sancho. I hope you understood what I was saying. Uh, I already talked about Sancho, which he shouldn't have been there to begin with if he had respiratory illness. We were all worried about this midget boy, which I don't even think he's a midget, but he looks short to me. We were all worried about this light bright um, and his sickness because he wasn't playing. He hasn't played like the, the last two games for Dortmund, and he ends up doing this. What a shame, but he's tested negative for coronavirus, but still, he shouldn't have been there to begin with. Like, what? Anyways, um, what did Chilwell say? I'm pretty sure I saw him apologize. Oh, I think he also said something on Instagram, but it's too late now. Someone on Twitter probably has it pulled up. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Um, so yeah, just look at this video. That's one, two, three, four, five people already. And then six, come on now. Come on now. What a shame. I, um, can I get a, an apology, Ben Chilwell? Apology. I think he basically said the same thing that Jaden said. I'm not even going to lie. I'm pretty sure he said the same thing. Um... Okay, thanks. I agree to your cookies. Please just let me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So can I get an apology? I don't, I don't get it. I literally saw this apology yesterday. I should have screenshotted it. I'm actually kind of upset. I can't find it. Gosh, darn it. Well, like I said, he kind of basically said the same thing um that ben said not ben uh sancho said so yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of upset that i can't find this his apology ben chilla looks very he honestly looks like he could pull off being an american like i'm not even trying to be that way but i haven't heard him speak and i'm not really looking into it but he could honestly like if he came to america and was walking on the street i wouldn't 
look twice like he looks like an american and i'm not even trying to be that way towards british people but like i don't i i don't know but he just he could honestly pull off being american if he just like maybe gets a nice little american accent he could probably just you know walk through um what is that called TSA or blah blah I don't know what I'm trying to say but yeah I'm kind of upset I couldn't see this man's um apology gosh darn it like I'm, I'm kind of upset oh either way they have been investigated and they've been dropped um by the team and I guess that's all that matters um I'm basically getting the same thing thanks espn for nothing oh pause tell me abraham's name though kevin ogenetega tamaragbi bakumo abraham child this is african honey what in god's name yo i've never seen this before why is his name so long? One, two, three, four, five. Oh my God. I thought his name was just Tammy Abraham. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. Child. Child. Oh my God. Anyways. um, Yeah, let me end this. That's it. I, I'm sorry I can't find um, Ben's apology. I really wish I could avoid police investigate i don't yeah i think police investigated this but they're not going to face anything obviously because you know they're footballers um so it says the trio will miss england game against wells um could have been fined up to ten thousand euros or pounds whatever that e is for um mps metropolitan police service is not investigating covid related issues retrospectively we are where we become aware of a blah 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 okay so they're not getting in trouble with they're not getting in trouble with the police that's that's all i'm getting from this um which am i surprised no regardless if they got in trouble or not they weren't they're gonna they didn't take any actions obviously so yeah i hope y'all learned fellas i hope y'all learn um chillwell is also 23 y'all are big boys i really it's kind of annoying how they were like we should learn from this i will learn from this no you should have already been learned like you should have been learned babes i'm not really understanding why i'm saying we'll learn from this no you knew and you still did it in the first place so it's kind of just annoying when players do that like just do better just don't do it again um it's nice that they apologized um you know, that's good, but I just don't, don't do it again, fellas. Don't do it again. Honestly, it's just English. England national players are just so, like, I feel like you have to be, like, you have to be on a certain level of, like, crackheadery to be an England national team player because I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've heard just buffoonery come out of England dealing with their um, international team. So that's tough. But yeah, that's it for um football drama. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's kind of long. I feel like it's kind of long. 
yeah it's kind of long um but yeah um that's it again hope you enjoyed it vote for jude bellingham he is nominated for Bundesliga Rookie of the Month Award for September. So please vote for him. I'll have the link in the description. It's what he deserves. Um, social medias will also be in the description too. So give those a follow. Um, also leave a review on iTunes or podcast or wherever you listen. This is kind of random, but um, I was I looked on Apple Podcasts and saw that I have two five-star ratings, which, wow, I... I yeah those are probably from my friends but anyways um any any review any rating i'll um i'll take it now actually no i must i'm gonna reword that if it's a good review if it's a good rating give it to me keep your negativity to yourself so um those two five-star reviews if they're from my friends thanks fams um i appreciate it and i'm thankful but anyways yep that's all um thank you again for listening Stay safe. I hope y'all are registered to vote because that deadline is past due. Um, so yeah, now we got to get to the voting portion, which I'm kind of, I don't know how I want to vote. I don't know if I want to go to the polls or if I want to like mail it in. I don't know. But then if I mail it in, I'm kind of nervous that like it won't count. And I really want it to count um, because this is a really important election, y'all. So yeah. Uh, anyways, stay safe. Stay sane. And I will see you guys next week.